Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex. Today, we're doing something a a little uh, differently today. We're trying out, in the past, we've done what we call a rec room, where we will uh, recommend either a movie or a TV show that we think the audience should watch, and we go into it spoiler-free. Those episodes, at most, end up lasting like... 14 minutes it's not very long not very exciting so (laughs) we're gonna recommend three different things for you today so no matter what sort of viewership you are into on this uh on this podcast we're gonna recommend something we think you will enjoy today so uh we have three different things that we're gonna be covering i don't think we need to go into any sort of overview i think we just kind of take them one at a time here but you know what, Evan? I, I got one thing I want to ask you before I uh, uh, continue here. So I had okay. saw a recent post online of generational lingo, and okay. I want you to to. So a term we say quite often around here is "pod." I asked Brendan the first thing he thinks of when I say the word "pod," and, and what do you think he thought of? A jewel. A jewel. It was yeah. a jewel pod. We say pod yeah. every day here. People are just thinking of jewel. I'm just kidding. That's probably. I just thought that was so interesting, though. I don't know because, like, my mind obviously goes to podcasts because we yeah. do this all the time. So that really just uh, sort of blew my mind when I when uh, I, we went over that. I, yeah, I mean, I think that tracks. Pod. Uh, I, I think it was the stats something like fifty percent of America still has not ever listened to a podcast. But Crazy. also, I mean, didn't fucking jewels make a nicotine make a huge yeah. comeback like a little bit after our time like as we, we were, were leaving college the war. we were winning the war on cigarettes Came back with a bench. cigarettes were like nah we're addictive make we're it look cooler like now USB. too yeah um so i guess that kind of tracks i don't know yeah okay okay good well um <laughs> let's get into do you okay. have a preference no preference but i do want you know one i think it was maybe our second rec room Mm-hmm. I want to give maybe like a, a quick eulogy. Oh, we did a previous rec room where we recommended Aquaman King of Atlantis. This really fun HBO Max zany Aquaman mini series. Yeah. More akin to SpongeBob than mm-hmm. any superhero cartoon you've ever seen. Remind um, me of Adventure Time. Yeah. Uh, and it fell victim to David Zaslav's mm-hmm. HBO Max tax cuts it's one of the series that is no longer on the platform i hope it finds a life somewhere else because it was really delightful fun watch but uh yeah. as of now you can't watch it anywhere mm. that's the worst which part is unfortunate. Is there's just nowhere to watch it moment <laughs> of silence for yeah. aquaman king of atlantis moment over okay so <laughs> all right um if you have no preference i'm just gonna take the reins then i'm gonna Do i'm it. gonna lead us off here you know what we, you did a good segue i'm gonna lead us into our most sad one first i'm gonna start off with <laughs> the one that deserves a eulogy of its own we're gonna talk about infinity train now yes. infinity train was originally on cartoon network it's a cartoon mm-hmm. network show infinity train also was something we were gonna cover but due to all the other topics we had to cover slash procrastination, mm-hmm. we now have missed our opportunity because HBO Max has removed it. I'm sure this show will find a home somewhere else. It's really mm-hmm. good. 
And the, I think the only issue is I'm pretty sure season three and season four were HBO Max originals. Uh, that's my only qualm here. Okay. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about Infinity Train. Oh, talk a uh, kind of big picture overview. Uh, Infinity Train, aptly named, is about a train with infinity cars. It's like... <laughs> I always think of it as like part Matrix, part Snowpiercer, yeah. if you've ever seen yeah, that. Yeah, I love it. Snowpiercer. But it's this like purgatory space where these people who are at pivotal moments in their life go, you know, when they face some sort of uncertainty, some sort of dilemma, and uh, they are whisked away on this odd, mysterious train. And you're discovering it. Uh, uh, well, this is in season one, I'll say. Mm -hmm. You're discovering it along with the character of like what is going on on this infinity train. Deeply beloved series. It is a bit of an anthology series. While each series takes place on the train and there are overlapping characters in each season for the, for the most part is a standalone season that follows its own story. And mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with that. And here's why. I think it is such a, a strength writing-wise when you have a clear start and finish in mind. You know what I mean? Even yeah. – it doesn't necessarily have to be a whole season, but like uh, like Avatar. Like they always knew it was going to be three seasons and they were done. Like they had an end in mind, and that's part of mm -hmm. what makes writing really good. When you're just writing to continue to write because you don't know how many – that's where The Flash is at on CW now. They just write to write things. You know what I mean? Yeah. With no end in sight. So that's on one of Infinity – Yeah. <laughs> so that is one of Infinity Train's great strengths is mm -hmm. the writing is extremely superb. And while on the surface feels kind of lighthearted and... Um, Does it? <laughs> sometimes. No, in the beginning. We're talking spoiler-free here. This is season one. In the beginning, there's some cockamamie things, some zany things. Um, but at its core, it's like a very deeply emotional story. Like Evan said, follows like along in, in, in some pivotal slash traumatic moments in some people's lives. Yeah. Here's why I push back on this. <laughs> yes, there is in the early episodes, it's a little like adventure of the week. There's a talking dog. But episode <laughs> one is the main character Tulip, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. experiencing good friend, her parents' Johnson. divorce, voiced by Ashley Johnson, the goat. It's right out of the gate. What are, what are people getting it's themselves just, into? Her parents are having marital problems, are fighting, and she runs away from it. I remember when I first started watching it, I was like, this is really fucking heavy for <laughs> yes. uh, it is a Cartoon very... Network show. But that's part of the draw. Maybe part of the not commercial... <laughs> draw or like i don't know it yeah. has a cult following i don't know numbers wise if it ever did what i mean clearly hbo max wanted it to do mm -hmm. but it's got a cult i think following. i i get what you're saying it, it feels like a community where like the critics and the network maybe not love it but the fans are obsessed with it like mm -hmm. everyone that i've ever introduced this show to quickly breezed through the whole thing much like myself when it was first introduced to me you know it was introduced to me in a weird way where i saw the trailer like years ago and then like forgot about it and then mm -hmm. someone had mentioned like oh i'm watching infinity train i was like oh i think i saw that and then i was like oh wow there's already like three seasons out like i was excited and i i literally binged them probably in three days i literally breezed through it 
Very easy watch. I, similar. There's four seasons think, now, though. I don't think I watched it until you told me you were watching it and wanted yeah. to cover it. To me, I, and this but, is one thing I wanted to do in this rec room type thing, is um, if you like X, Y, and Z, you'll like this. And so I think for this one, this is like very Cartoon Network wheelhouse. If you like Adventure Time, if you like Steven Universe, I think this is like right up your alley. If you like Snowpiercer, like I said yeah. earlier, I think if you like The Good Place, yeah, this is oh, similar. Ooh, I uh, like that comparison. I wouldn't have thought of that, but I think you got a good one there. It's a really good show, and it's unfortunately now that we're like talking about it, it's almost like if we say too much, we'll we'll spoil some really good moments in the series. It's something that you won't be able to put down. It'll be one of those shows where you're watching so much you you are watching it like on your phone, like it breaks during lunch or something. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's addicting. There's a lot of mystery to it. You want to figure out what's going on, why things are happening, why people are doing things they are doing. It's uh, it's really well done. And like I said, I think the writing is a big strong point for it. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but seasons two and three. Mm -hmm. to me are incredible because yeah. they explore what's the definition of consciousness or sentience and like <laughs> what it means to be human. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, a cartoon it, almost Westworld. Yeah. It's almost yes. Westworld at times. Yeah. Westworld is another great comparison. Yeah. Um, wow. Didn't even think of all these comparisons. The Westworld mm -hmm. one's kind of strong in the later seasons, actually. It's like sci-fi good place. Snowpiercer, all and these things we've been Do you want to know the about. worst part about this is we may just be titillating and teasing the fans because it may be hard to watch this. You might have to do it illegally. Uh, I, I think you can find at least one and two. You, you, you'll have to buy it mm -hmm. on Prime. But gotcha. hypothetically, if you were to go on Twitter and search an account called Hanna-Barbera Screen Caps and look for, you know, Control-F Infinity Train, they might have a Google Drive that has seasons one to four linked. I don't know. Gotcha. Just I would never endorse here. anything of that nature, but if that were to happen and someone were to do that off of that information, possibly learning here, I, you know, there's mm -hmm. no way we could stop that. So, yeah. it's all know. hearsay, you know. It's all hearsay. One more time, what was that hearsay Twitter account? Though? Uh, if I were to do it myself, yeah. I would look up an account called Hanna Barbera Screen Caps, mm -hmm. like the yeah. the old animation studio Hanna Barbera. Mm, yes, you know. But yeah, that's just me personally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And man it, the swiftness with which these shows were torn off of hbo max they told was incredible us, and they i told tried us, to watch it maybe two three days later and it was gone it was there yeah i saw the news i watched a couple episodes of, of infinity train i watched a couple episodes of okko OK another show that was taken off next day they were gone we hate david zaslav here no love for that man i really it's a running, yeah running theme lately yeah, just destroying any goodwill, any brand um, equity that is in the Warner Brothers name in the interest of saving money, which I guess is his job. I felt but... like the, I, okay, the problem with this, and we could rant about this all day, is I felt <laughs> like they were on a nice upward swing. Like, mm -hmm. I felt like they were finally heading in the right direction. And I guess, what do I know? Like, I'm not a movie yeah. exec, but like, God, whatever. Okay. Um, what do you, uh, spoiler free, what, um, if you just kind of had to give, uh, uh, like a, a 30 second elevator pitch to someone, like, how are you? Oh my gosh. Did I just disappear? 
Yeah, you need to plug in your phone, maybe, it looks like. I wonder if it'll record like this. This is so funny. I'm, sure I'm just will. talking to it. It's the little lightning USB yeah, thing. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Here's the thing. Can I hold down the show on my own? Can one half of... Oh, no, not this. I thought we were getting behind the scenes look. <laughs> All right, let me adjust. You're back, baby. I'm back. David's Zaslav overheard. <laughs> it shut down my internet. I do have eight. Well, they don't own Warner Brothers anymore. I do have eight. I was going to say. <laughs> you know what's funny? We're, while we're on this, John Oliver is always roasting <laughs> as much as he can on his own network. And it always reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, uh, like uh, NBC. Uh, what was it? Oh, 30 Rock always roasting NBC. So yeah. I love that. Um, I, uh, what is your. So back to what I asked you 30 second elevator pitch for if you had to try to get someone to uh, watch Infinity Train. What do you, what do you have? It's the most heartfelt, emotionally and intellectually stimulating piece of sci-fi mm. I've seen in a long time. Uh, yeah. And it really sticks with you. Just our brief conversation reminiscing about the show right now. I want to go yeah. back and watch season yeah. two and three. <laughs> I know. I didn't know what the seasons were anthologies. So when you go from the end of season one to season mm -hmm. two and you see who they focus on in season two. It's it's mind-boggling. My, my jaw was on the floor. I was yeah. like, this is going to be incredible. Without spoiling it, it's just a character you absolutely thought they would have no business ever following. Like, it, did, yeah. it didn't make any sense, like, to me. You know what I mean? I was like, what? Yeah. And so, and they end up proceeding to just drop, you know, 10 episodes of, like, the best shit you've ever seen. So, yeah. that's a good you? pitch. For, for me, I would say this is such a, a heartfelt, joyous show that deals in while it, okay i got it sorry i'm gonna start over <laughs> okay redo it elevator i hit all the buttons instead okay so um <clears throat> for such a cartoon that sometimes places our main characters in wacky or out of this world situations it deals in such real human emotions and, and working through some of the most difficult times uh that you could possibly have to deal with and what that means for yourself. And it's just a show that uh, I don't think many people would watch on their own. And that's why I think it's great we're recommending it because it will be one of the favorite things you've ever watched in a long time if you haven't seen this show. Totally agree. Our next recommendation was just something I'd seen a lot of people talking about on TikTok as a pleasant surprise. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a new Netflix animated movie called Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, the movie. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> it, it like cut off, so I had to scroll down a little more to see. But why would you bother putting a colon if the only thing so that follows they, it is the movie? Because I think that they have TV shows. I thought about this, too. I, I was like, why, why are you putting the word the movie in there? And the only reason you would ever need to differentiate is with property that probably has, like, a lot of TV shows. And the one mm -hmm. that came to mind is, like, where they'll go, like, Scooby-Doo, Fire Island, the movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not Fire Island. Really, I can't believe really, I just said that. <laughs> that really caught me off guard. This was a really entertaining watch. I've now yeah. seen a TMNT. Actually, the last... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing that I watched Don't was a, a movie in 2007 by Nickelodeon. They must own the rights or whatever. Yeah. These characters. And I remember it being pretty good, but again, it was 2007. I haven't gone back and watched it. Um, but this sets them... It's like... It's, what do you call it? It's not... I don't think it's like canon. It's like a... 
No. I mean, there's so many things. It's like what's Scooby-Doo canon at this point? is I think Scooby-Doo is a really good comparison because it's very like it is so over uh, – like they've had so many iterations of it, so many eras It's like a what-if story. It's like – yeah. And so – yeah, yeah, yeah. What was really interesting to me is when we started watching this – Holy shit, the flood of memories. I used to watch a ton of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. That, like, for a, a good while was all I would get at blockbuster movies. Like, my family would get a movie was we'd it, all watch, and I'd get Was it the live TV. action, the guys in the suits? No, no, no. It was a cartoon. It, probably <laughs> a bunch of episodes they strung together to make a movie, if that makes sense, uh-huh. of whatever show it was back then. But it was with Splinter, and then they had uh, the guy Shredder with the hand, and... Mm-hmm. This, though, this one was uh, new style animation. The voice cast was interesting. Caught me totally off guard. First off, I don't know if we said this, but this is a Netflix movie. Mm -hmm. And so it's on Netflix. The voice cast, the first one, the lead of the movie, Leonardo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Sonic. It's Ben Schwartz. I was like, how do I know this (laughs) too smug voice? (laughs) This too smug voice. I enjoy Ben Schwartz. John Ralphio, baby. I don't like how he comes through through his voice work. Sonic and Leonardo are just too uh, smug. <laughs> I will agree with you. So Sonic, I thought he nailed. This one, he was just all right in. I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, his voice acting is maybe a little more ranged than I thought it was. Um, yeah. He wasn't great at conveying like the serious moments. But so that's not to detract from this. This was a really good movie. It was fun. If you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's a spin on it. They, I don't ever remember this. They had like magic powers. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, <laughs> I know I dived right in. I said, it's "I don't." <laughs> post-apocalyptic future. It was kind of cool. I loved it. Was everything cool. that was happening. Once you suspend your disbelief, you were just uh, like not disbelief, but like the wait. I don't remember them having powers. You're just like, <laughs> oh, it's pretty cool. They got some sick powers <laughs> too. Yeah, so yeah, um, it's fun. I love just ninjas, like the ninja trope. This one, they what was really nice is in the past, I feel like they all had their own personality, but mm-hmm. this one they really gave them their own visual personality and style, yes. where they were not just all carbon copies of the same with different bandanas and weapons, mm-hmm. like they are usually. And they had slightly different characterizations than I think we're used to. There was to. older brothers, younger brothers. Raph and Leonardo almost seemed like personality-wise, from what I remember, switched, which was just an interesting mm. take because normally Raph is the hot-headed, yeah, aggressive one. Leo was the leader, mm-hmm. and I think that's what it was working toward. Well, not to spoil the movie, but that's part of the journey that we're yeah. <laughs> yeah. going on. There's a lot to love in this movie. Yes. One, ninjas, love it. Two, Boy, yeah. magic powers. Three, yeah. post-apocalypse. Four, Good action. Four, time travel. Five yeah. band of brothers, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. You nailed all the great all points. Up, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, the voice cast was good. Um, the only other one that I really noticed, did you recognize Donatello's voice? When I looked up the voice cast, I know who it is. I wouldn't have been able to place it otherwise, but it's Big Head from, it's Big Head from Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. That's two podcasts in a row we bring yeah. up Silicon Valley. I uh, <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then the other one that really surprised me was uh, Haley Joel Osment, who was uh, Casey was Jones. Casey. That, yeah. that one surprised me. I didn't catch that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
good voice cast. Like I said, this is not uh, this movie's not changing the world by any means. It's not going to be the best animated movie you've ever seen, but it was a fun watch. I really enjoyed it. It made uh, don't tell my boss, but it made work uh, on Saturday really easy. <laughs> In a good way. It's very cartoony. The animation. It's super expressive. Visual gags. It like. And I don't watch a lot of this show, but I think tonally it reminds me of like a Teen Titans Go. It's like... Oh my God. Evan, it, I'm not kidding. I, uh-huh. I was thinking the exact same thing. Okay. I, I'm not kidding. As yeah. soon as you were done speaking, I was going to say it reminds me of Teen Titans Go. Yeah. But like, the, not, I'm not like a huge Teen Titans Go fan, but it is a, a commercially successful show. Just kind of the jokiness of it. Yeah. It's funny. There was a lot of mm-hmm. good jokes. There was one... There's a part early on, I'm not going to spoil it, but I like literally laughed out loud. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. And I think I texted Evan. I think he knows what part I'm talking about. But um, yeah, it's a good movie. Like I said, it's uh, pro- maybe the weakest of the three that we're recommending today, but I think it's yeah. a good watch. My, um, I think what I, I would say, so my 30 second elevator pitch for someone to, to watch this movie is if you have any nostalgia for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a- as a child, th- this movie will be a good watch for you. So you're telling me you don't recall live-action TMNT? I remember one with Megan Fox. Okay, that was a couple of years ago, but there were Michael 90s Bay, movies maybe. that were... Yeah, Michael Bay, Alan Richardson I've seen from the meme Titans. of, like, the Michelangelo where you can see the the actor's eyes out of the mouth hole. Like, it's really creepy. I've seen yeah. that meme. I'm assuming that's probably what you're talking about. But yes. no, I really never watched th- much of that. There may have been a TV series of that as well, but, like, crazy. they were... And granted, my perspective was skewed because I was a child back then, but (laughs) those live action suits that were in the movie had a crossover with the Power Rangers at one point. Oh, yeah, they did. They 100% crossed over with the Power Rangers. And that was a force in the night. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. I mean, that'll be the inevitable day when uh, Star Wars and Marvel eventually are the same canon universe. Like, mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers, are you kidding me? Yeah. Ready for this, Evan? Let's not. Let's take the magic powers. Well, you know what? Some Power Rangers have magic powers. Let's keep the magic powers. Who wins in a okay. fight, Power Rangers or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I mean, I think this iteration of, of the TMNT, I was thinking in the, the same past, thing. I would this have been iteration's a, got it. In the past, I would have been a, a staunch Power Rangers guy. Mm-hmm. So the crossover happened specifically in Power Rangers in space, I think the season was called. It was the first post-Zordon season <laughs> after Power Rangers Turbo. So Zordon, they needed think, a hook. Dies, they were like, look who And then they, they go to space. Um, yeah, and they crossed over with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at some point. Vanilla I Ice really wonder... did a song for their soundtrack in, in the movie. <laughs> Top, in the bro. 90s movie i gotta find like i gotta go back so, and watch this i uh i always wonder now if my obsession with pizza comes from all the animated pizza i watched being Probably. eaten as a child and so uh that's always a big theme so yeah if you like teenage mutant ninja turtles this is a good one evan what's uh like your 30 second pitch to to get people to watch this i don't know it's just if you have not thought about tmnt as i have in 20 odd years this mm-hmm. is a great way to just, it, that's the thing. It's like, they've had enough staying power 
to be around for all of my life. And I think they yeah. probably, they predate me. I think they started in the eighties maybe, but they've yeah, had oh, enough yeah. staying power to, to constantly be being rebooted and, and reimagined in ways. Even I think it started as a comic. Um, That's actually crazy. But we should have come more prepared. That's uh, like, I didn't probably. know that they went back so we, much. We can do some, we do Googling have Google if we want. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's just, hold on. Um, I'm going to do it while you're talking. Go ahead. But continue. yeah, they've had all this staying power and they're, I would say maybe on the fringes of pop culture or they're like on the outskirts. Yeah. They're not like hyper relevant, but I wouldn't say like uh, ev- they're a household name, but enough people would know them. Yeah. You, if you, you get a good point. If you have any nostalgic childhood memories, attachment to this, it'll bring back those memories. Okay. Ready for this? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, were established in the eighties. Like you said, 83, the concept originally parodied several elements of popular superhero comics of the time. The mutants of the uncanny X-Men, the teenagers of the new teen Titans and the ninjas of daredevil combined with the comic tradition of funny animals, such as Howard, the duck. So it, it really just tried to like, it was ride just all the of trends. the moment, yeah. a hodgepodge. Okay. What would, <laughs> what would the version of that be today? Superheroes, um, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be something superhero related. Um, I mean, yeah, I good think question. that's what we're. I mean, it is superhero. Like that's what we're seeing. The boys, Invincible. Yeah. There was. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but it was all trend uh, a Netflix, a Netflix show based on a Mark Miller comic, starred Josh Duhamel or something. But like, <laughs> I think we're in that phase of like everyone's doing their take on superhero stuff. That's not. Yeah, but blockbuster are you superhero this? stuff. What? <laughs> I think the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are just a different take on superheroes. Yeah, yeah. It's all the way back in the 80s, too, man. Wow. I don't know. It's wild. It is refreshing to get something outside of the superhero lane, though. I think that's That's true. Yeah. Something within geek nerd culture, it's nice. As much Mm -hmm. as I love superhero stuff. I agree. I agree. And and they're fun. They're a lot of fun, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They like party. (laughs) You know, you would probably have, like, a beer with them. Like, don't you imagine they're, like sewer is like a party pad it made me remember how much i used to actually watch the teenage mutant ninja turtles i like that i totally forgot about them like you said so it was fun in that aspect but uh yeah good watch it's not something you need to rush and go watch now if you were uh had to rank these go watch infinity train before you watch this but you know throw this on i think kids would really enjoy this too and um just some cool superpowers you know it, it's cool. It's fun. I don't want to spoil yeah. it. It's part of the adventure. Yeah. But they do really just throw you in head first. They're like, just follow along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which brings us to our, our third and final wreck. We were going to do a full episode to cover this, but, but it's new. I th- it's newer. It's something that most people will not have seen unless you mm-hmm. are a, a, a really uh, avid anime fan. Mm-hmm. It's one I hadn't even heard of until our good friend Gary Gordon recommended it to us. We were going to cover it with them, so apologies, Gary. We're going to get you on soon. But I think just the experience of watching this show, and mm-hmm. I'll introduce it to you in a second, and, and discovering this show is part of the delight. I am hardly even casual anime watcher. I have like, you know, I grew months. up. I, I grew up on Dragon Ball Z read a bunch of Naruto and watched the early seasons, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, so I'm, I'm definitely familiar with it. I've seen some of the big popular staples and this is probably the first series since any of those that I was like, 
holy shit, I'm so mm-hmm. into this. Can you introduce us to our third and final rec? This is a newer anime. It is called Ranking of Kings, which is such an interesting name because it's it's is the part that plays in the season as a whole is is just kind of interesting when you look back on it. The story sets out with the king, Boji's father, who is a giant, a literal giant. He dies. Yeah. And so it sets off this debate about the line of succession and who should be king. Boji's tiny. He mm-hmm. can't speak, but he is technically next in line. But so this is an anime. It is on Crunchyroll. That's where we watched it. I'm sure you'd be able to find it other places. That's just uh, that's where we know it is. Its original run was in 2021. It looks like it just wrapped up here in March, which is uh, pretty nice. So it is pretty brand new. I love animes. And sometimes it can be hard for me to get into like a brand new anime. I feel like I like a lot of older animes. This one I got into right away. Before getting into any of the plot, I kind of want to get into like the feel and the the like vibe of it, if that makes sense. To be honest, the first episode, I wasn't quite sold yet. That's typical for you though. <laughs> Just being honest. That's like very you. Okay. That, yeah, that's fair. But the main character, his name is Prince Boji. Super adorable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is deaf. No, he's not deaf. Mute. He he's can't mute. speak. Yeah. He's tiny. I thought this was going to be like a children's book. And it, it has this very storybook aesthetic. Yeah. And w- actually, one of the things I really love about this series as a whole is like, similar to TMNT, which we just recommended, it has this sort of... Not quite as loose animation style as that, but the character designs are so varied. There's this grainy line that that makes it look a little more cartoony. I thought it was going to be this cutesy series about a little Mm -hmm. prince who goes and has adventures. And I was like, I could, you know, I might Mm -hmm. be able to get into that. But boy, episode two and three, the world opens up. It turns into this whole, the way Gary had described it to us was Studio Ghibli meets Game of Thrones. If you don't know that going in, like, just know that's the ride you're in for. It's a, such an accurate description of the show. The whole political landscape of kingdoms and, and, and successions, the Game of Thrones of it all, also the twists and turns of Game of Thrones. But yes. the feel and vibe of a Studio Ghibli animated type thing where you can feel the metaphors and the lessons and it's just beautifully drawn and animated and there's friendships and, 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 and enemies and it's this big grandiose tale that kind of gets told. And it's just one thing, like good and bad moments of it all, like ups and downs, it's just beautiful. It's like just such a really yeah. beautiful story. In the early episodes, there's a, a stepmother queen character, blonde. There's a, a younger prince. Joffrey-esque. Joffrey-esque. So, like, there, you know, that's where the Game of Thrones comparison first came up for me. But even early on, they, like, start hinting at these different motives for different characters and motives shift. Allegiances yeah. shift throughout. And I'll be honest, at the end, I like kind of lost track of, like, who was doing what for who for some of these characters. <laughs> because it's comp- there's a lot it's of stories to follow. At the beginning, I thought, I was like, oh, they're setting up like this, like, Joffrey dynamic where, the, you know, they're and trying to unseat the such a turn. And boy, it takes you on a roller coaster ride. The The moment that sold it for me is in episode three. This is still very early on in the story before you really know the trajectory of it. It's like the first all-out fight scene. 
and it was some of the mo- most beautiful anime action mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Like sword splitting spear, like a character who is one of the good guys gets a fatal injury, and you're like, what the? F-? I thought this was yeah. going to be a cute children's story, and, and like it really turns it on its head, and it's incredible, and it only goes up from there. Most of the characters in the show are human. Uh, there's Boji, but then there is also the number two, who's I- I'm just I can't believe I missed this. His name's Kage, which literally in Japanese means shadow and he is a living shadow. And so he's like on uh-huh. the ground, he's got two eyes, a mouth and hands. And he's the weird, weirdest drawn thing that you will ever care for in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the second generation Pokemon? There's a whole alphabet of them. That's kind of what he looks oh, like. Unknown. Yep. It looks like an unknown, but with two eyes. Yeah. Good yeah. comparison. Yeah. 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 I, I can totally see that. It's just, it's so hard I'm like having to hold myself back. Like I, I could gush about just so much about this story, the quest for power, the struggle to keep it, the ties that are family, things like that, the succession, like, oh, mm-hmm. family, what's important, friends, family, like finding someone who understands you. Oh my, stop, bro. I'm getting goosebumps just talking <laughs> about it. It's so good. But like Evan said, the action scenes, here's the other thing. The action scenes are high stakes. Some mm-hmm. animes will get lost in like what seems like very low stakes fighting. I always go back to our comparison of uh, season two of Korra. She's just fighting spirit monsters. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the main character of our show is going to lose to a no nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like two characters you care about fighting, duking it out is something mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Um, one pet peeve of mine is there are brothers and their names are Despa and Desha. And I was just like, come on, you couldn't give me any different. I don't know which one's which to this day. I just know they're each, you know, one of the other. And yeah. so um, it's good. It's it's a really good show. I, I think why we decided we wanted to throw this in as a recommendation is because us talking about it and robbing someone of the chance to see it really felt wrong in all honesty. This to me takes some of like a lot of the emotion of Infinity Train, but jam packs it with some badass fight scenes, some dramatic mm-hmm. twists, some betrayals, just like tears, blood, everything you would want in a high stakes fantasy anime is jam packed in here, but it's just it, like I said, it's also just so beautifully told, beautifully animated. It's like a 10 out of 10. It's really strong. I'll be honest. This is, for me, an easier watch, a much more engaging watch. <laughs> this is going to be a hot take. Because I also, I do enjoy the series, but I have a tough time sitting through it. Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I totally understand what you're saying, though. I, yeah. I get what you're as saying. Good Cowboy, as good yeah. yeah, Cowboy Bebop's great, but, but I... It's more of a vibe. And this is... This is so engaging all throughout. Like Evan said, a storybook is what I would compare this to. And I think when we talked about Spirited Away, that's something we talked about is this feels really storybook-esque. It's like going – it's not – one thing that makes it feel that way is it's not following your typical beats of a movie. Opening and then conflict and then uh, set for a a call to action like – and then climax. And this – it's – there's twists, there's turns, there's ups, there's downs, there's slow points, there's high points, fast points. Like it's very dynamic. That's a good word for it. It's very Mm -hmm. dynamic. The action, again, I cannot stress, shines better than – I don't know, a Dragon Ball Z or a Naruto, like 
How dare you? you can, but yeah, I, I get what you you're know saying. what I mean? <laughs> I, I hate when it's just the... Yeah. Like the little dashy lines. I mean, I don't yeah. hate it. I do love that shit. But like, <laughs> it hits different when you can like see a full swing. I, I don't know. It yeah. works so well. It's one of the reasons we really praise Avatar is the fight scenes and the action scenes are very fluid and animated well. I feel very similarly about this. I think it was Polygon had this as like one of their top recommendations for anime to watch in 2022 so mm, this yeah. is like a critically acclaimed or very well-received so, popular series find a crunchy roll account and go watch yeah, it i think you could do a free trial even and uh for me it was like dragon ball got me into anime the very first time then i ended up becoming obsessed with naruto for many 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 years and i never found anything that i really liked until my hero academia i like i like that that came out and that's good this honestly is like the next thing where i was like obsessed with where i was like wow this is just mm-hmm. so strong so well done and like i said it just it came out of nowhere for me it's not like i saw a bunch of tiktoks or, or advertisements for it our friend gary just was like hey have you guys seen or heard of this and we we're like no and uh what a what a very pleasant surprise watching it if you like game of thrones this is a game of thrones you could watch with your kids um I- <laughs> I think if you like anime, you will love this. Yes. You know what? We we didn't do that in the middle. Yeah, but so other things. If uh, so, if, if you like, yeah, if, any sort of anime, I really think you'd be a fan of this. If you like Game of Thrones, you'd like this. Studio Ghibli animation, I think you'd be into this a bit too. God, at times it's kind of fairy tale esque. Like it, it's just it's so good. I don't the lore, the myth of it all. If there was gonna be an order of things, this would be the one you would want to start with. If if you're yeah. just an open book to any of our recommendations you know go watch this i think you put it very well this is the first anime i've been obsessed with in a long time probably yeah. uh, one punch man was probably the last series that i like yeah, really, I can't really believe really, i really forgot about into. i love one yeah can't count out one punch man i just consider one punch man kind of in a different category it's it's like <laughs> anime satire almost but you're right yeah. it is still an anime yeah i think that does it for our rex yeah we have well, any news to cover we should hold on <laughs> it's been so long since we've talked i i don't know yeah. uh, <laughs> hold on here let's pull up uh, our news for those of you wondering at home the way me and evan send news to each other is just our twitter dms <laughs> little behind the scenes fact for you and i'm just scrolling through our twitter dms to find the best news um okay danny devito claims best penguin of all time on lie detector test. What do you think about this? Did you like his performance better or did you like the one I, from I think they both committed to the role a hundred percent. I like the Batman more than I like Batman Returns. There's also That's... Gotham. He's a notable Gotham. penguin. Who's your favorite penguin? I hated Hot Topic Penguin. I never got into Gotham. <laughs> I never watched Hot that. Hot Topic Penguin. Um, I definitely think there's an argument for Danny DeVito's uh, character there. Um, mm-hmm. More Danny DeVito news is he wants to be in the live-action Hercules. <laughs> Which would be fantastic. I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, but it's uh, the Russo brothers doing that, right? They're producing? Wow, it is. Directing? You did tell me that. That's a big deal. Because yeah. the Russo brothers are big. I... Uh, or any gripes I have with Marvel, I, I don't have any gripes with the Russo brothers at all. Did Did you watch Gray Man? 
Starring Ryan Gosling. Not yet, but Evans. dude, I was at brunch today and someone just told me to watch that. That's insane. So I got to watch that. That's really crazy. It's pretty um, good. Okay, it's a here's good a fun one. Yeah. I think this is a big one. Um, there's talks about possibly a National Treasure 3. And I think that's a big deal. So one time, <laughs> me and Evan were on a school trip and we literally were looking at the Declaration of Independence, and Evan is quoting Nicolas Cage saying, I'm going to steal the, and the Declaration of Independence <laughs> several times while security's around. I was like, bro, stop the joke. We are going to get in trouble any second now. <laughs> um, National Treasure 4, Nicolas Cage has to steal the documents back from Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I would pay. Not, I'd pay yeah, to watch that. I'd love to watch that. Yep, that's uh, um, yeah. We need that movie. <laughs> that's yeah. great. What uh, what news are you looking at here, Evan? You see anything interesting? Yeah, uh, Dune announced an open world survivor MMO game that looks pretty looks, intense. Actually, I, I'm into that. Which I'll be honest, I fell asleep the first time I watched oh, I Dune. I think that. I was watching it very early in the morning for some reason. It's a long ass movie as well, um, but I sat down to watch it again and it blew me away it's so good i saw it twice in theaters okay weirdly this connects with the gray man dune the movie cost 35 million dollars less to oh. to make than the gray man what and the gray man has gotten a lot of flack online for looking cheap wow which it does so <laughs> i Maybe they should have gotten less expensive stars. I don't know. It's a fine action movie, but it does itself a disservice by how cheap it looks. Um, to me, Dune is like what I want from Star Wars. It's like an adult Star Wars. Mm -hmm. it, it, oh, that movie sucked me into that world, and I know nothing about it. That movie made me want to go read a book. You know how hard that is? <laughs> Number one qualm with Dune, though? Jason Momoa needed a beard. I can't stand oh, looking bro, at his, he looks so dude. weird. He looked so like I, I I would never say this to his face. Maybe I shouldn't yeah. even say this on the pod. It looked weird. It I need a beard on yeah. him at all times. Yeah. We won't be seeing Jason Momoa's beard or neck <laughs> until late 2023 though. Aquaman 2 has been delayed. Oh my uh, and God. Shazam 2. I, yeah, man. Shazam uh, 2 I'm probably more excited for than Aquaman 2, actually. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if that was a hot take or not. Um, You know, I'm not really looking at much else news. I mean, exciting personal news. The rehearsal was renewed for season two. That's going to be so good. I can't <laughs> wait. I, if you haven't watched the rehearsal, I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. You should go watch it, but be warned. I don't think I have anything else. Uh... That's all I got. Unless you, I mean, we could, could we could keep ranting about Warner Brothers. Fucking, you would just make a whole new up. segment about just Warner Brothers. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this was good though. I uh, I hope people enjoy our recommendations. You know, we want to expand your animation horizon. Uh, that's part of our mission here. So, hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I really like ending on news. I think it's a good thing we do that. I think Same. it's uh, it's fun and it uh, keeps us up to date. Well, and you know, it, it would uh, it really dates these podcasts, keeps them timely, so yeah. we can tell when these happen. I also personally need to expand my own animation horizons ranking of kings came out of left field for me so hit us with yeah. your rex you know we'd love to yes. know what you're watching uh that we haven't seen um so feel free to shoot us a recommendation anytime we love that 
please let us know what you're watching, what you love. But if you are looking oh, for oh, more, oh, no, <laughs> uh, a couple other things we had sent to each other. Uh, one Punch Man season three has been announced. Oh, hell um, yeah. I'm kind of okay with this one. HBO Max, you know, canceled a lot of projects. They currently have no plans for Young Justice Season 5. I'm, I'm personally okay. <laughs> How dare you? How fucking dare you? You're just trying to piss off Susie. <laughs> oh, Not my God. All. I love Not Young Justice. All. It is literally one of the best DC properties of all time. I'm going to have to f- fly and murder Evan now. <laughs> Doesn't Dude, hold a candle to Teen Titans. Don't, I think that's it's my biggest. It's not the same as Teen Titans. As soon as you get yeah, over it's that, not it's not good. the same as. Dude, oh my god. Okay, I'm not having this fight on air. Um, House of Dragons <laughs> has also been renewed for season two already. After wow. one episode has been released, that's um, wild. Although you know what, I don't take any of that into stock anymore because I am Groot got a season two before it was even premiered. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> gumball movie that we had just recently mm. announced on a new segment yes. maybe two episodes ago has now yeah. been canceled it's canceled uh, yeah good shoot. news <laughs> just kidding it's not good I know, news. it's rough out there um yeah i mean if you are looking for more two dudes we have a pretty extensive catalog of episodes a lot of things you could go check out please look at us on apple spotify we're also on youtube you could subscribe to us there we're doing uh big things on youtube follow us at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons on both TikTok and Instagram. And then on Twitter, we are at Two Dudes Watch. Uh, and of course, you know, if you're using Apple Podcasts, please don't forget to rate and review us. We'd really appreciate it. It helps uh, other people find us. So we'd be very grateful for that. And, you know, as always, thanks for listening. We, we uh, love having you here. We love talking about anything animated, sometimes some non-animated things. Don't tell anyone. But uh, we're, we're having fun with it, and we appreciate you guys. Yeah. We will catch you next time. Had it ready that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs>